Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're in the world of kids and children. I, I just love kids. I love working with kids. Um, and you guys are going to love the podcast today. Um, we have Wendy, Wendy Roulard on, and she is the author of Where Oh Where is Barnaby Bear? And so much more. Wendy, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's great having you here. I loved diving into your children's content. And, you know, it's not just like a book. Like You've got a whole whole like, framework around this around this whole idea of Barnaby Bear. So I can't wait to dive in. I love the um, the sound of it too. It just it just rings well. So let's do this. How did you get into the the space of the kids' space, I'll call it? I mean you're an entrepreneur, you're an illustrator, you're an author, you're a working mom. Where did all this begin for you? Uh, it actually began in college. Oh. Believe it or not. Barnaby was my senior thesis in college. <laughs> really? I yes. love it. Yes, this is something. So this goes way back. Um, so I, it was kind of interesting. I attended Parsons School of Design um, okay. in New York City, and I went there for fashion. Um, and a year later, I had actually, one of my professors in one of my design classes was also, a, she was a stuffed animal designer. And she hired me to work weekends with her, helping her design, helping her to paint and color. And we designed stuffed animals for Macy's back then and Lord and Taylor. Oh, and very cool. Animals, yeah, it was really neat. So for extra money on weekends, I would work with her. So kind of like a year, year and a half into this, I'm like, I, I, I love this whole world of like characters and creating and designing all these characters and so i switched majors wow and got into illustration <laughs> no way and then, yeah and decided to go into this world and by the time our senior my senior thesis came around um i decided to create my own character and my own bear and what really inspired this is that i had a bear that was actually my grandmother which passed down to my mother and my mother gave this bear and I wanted to kind of, you know, I took this bear everywhere with me and I wanted to create that same sort of steadfast companion, um, kids. And I, at the summer had been, you know, at the time I'd been spending summers on Nantucket, I thought how great to kind of create this bear that lives in this faraway land and write about all his different adventures. So I spent my first senior year of, of college designing and creating Barnaby, writing and illustrating my first book developing the business plan for this and borrowed some money from my parents and <laughs> actually <laughs> printed my you know 3000 copies of how my many 3000 3, got it yeah but i made 5 cents a book and back then i hand sewed all the bears 200 bears yeah i read yep. that yeah so it was kind of crazy and i did you, you know, sell all the books sold out within 3 weeks oh my god okay so pause the story don't forget where we are. Um, the reason I'm pausing the story is, and we've had other authors on the podcast, by the way. Um, and, and oh, by the way, I've had several uh, have talked about writing a children's book, and I've got yeah. a couple of friends that want to. But in the book space, regardless of the topic, I, I find that most authors, unless you're like mega 
well-known. Expect they're going to sell thousands of books and they sell a couple hundred. Or they have high expectations about their newest leadership book and there's too many of them out there. You had an idea for a children's book. You put together a business plan, which, oh, by the way, most people don't that are writing a book. Um, I think it's amazing. And then you sold 3,000 copies. So why? How did it work so well for you? Like, what resonated? I mean, it has a, um, I, you know, I think what I did was I created my fair, my first book was very, it was based on Nantucket, right? So it was a real oh, got it. local Nantucket book. And I think what I did with that is that, you know, I think that, you know, I was really just appealing to people who were visiting the island or people who lived on the island. We're going to start off by buying this book. And then from there, I thought, you know, I would kind of, I would obviously grow it from there. Sure. Um, I think that's, you know, and even to this day, I, I, up until, you know, this latest book, you know, most of my, I mean, you know, a lot of my sales are just strictly local, sure. and, you know, around the Cape and the islands and New England. But, um, you know, I think that's what really, you know, and I was also like, I went from door to door and by the time I finished, you know, I had about 17 stores on the island at that time selling my book. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was great. And so it really, you know, it kind of took off from there. I ended up obviously reprinting the book, found a manufacturer to make the bears and really started growing it from there. I, you know, I was so young, I was 21 years old and really naive about the whole self-publishing sure. industry. Absolutely. And, you, know, you know, I didn't know what I was really getting myself into. Right. Um, and it, <laughs> it hasn't been easy. You know, it's been a long, it's been a, a long road. Um, but I, I, being so young, it was, it was kind of great because I was naive and I thought I can do this. Right. And, you know, so I think it's, I think that's sort of, it gave me the confidence to continue. Love it. That's really, really cool. So you sold out of the books. Then what happened? So then I ended up, you know, I obviously reprinted, found a manufacturer. I introduced a new book, which was like an activity of Barnaby's activity and coloring book and really started growing it from there. Um, You know, each year I would add a new book, add new product, design, you know, and did you Water have the books back mapped back. out already? Did you have kind of a master outline, I'll call it, for what each one would look like? Yeah, I did at that time. Um, again, I sort of kept everything very sort of local because I knew they would sell and I could count on X amount of sales. So it was kind of a safe sure. business at that point. Um, and, you know, Nantucket draws, of course on thousands of, of visitors every summer. Totally. And so it really did help get my book out there in a way because you have all these visitors coming in, they're bringing it back to different parts of the country or different parts of the world. Absolutely. Like. So, you know, that, you know, that, that did help. Um, and so, you know, fast forward, keep, you know, I keep going, keep launching, keep doing new things. And, um, you know, it was finally about, a year and a half ago that I thought, you know what, I, I can't, I can't do the distribution. I can't get it out there the way I want to get it out there. Right. As, a, as you managing it. And me managing it, me filling orders, you know, me doing everything. I was like, oh, you know, one man show. Sure. And <laughs> yeah. So it was, so I, you know, I, I signed on with Andrews McNeil and Simon and Schuster who had a solution um, about a year and a half ago for my new book. 
Wow. Now, how did the, how does that process work? I mean, I'm because uh, not everybody could be signed by Simon and Schuster. Like, what was it that they saw that they were impressed by? Or like, what what was it that you know, kind of got you through the gate? Does that make sense? Yes, and you know, and it's funny because you know, I, I had an agent, you know, and it went through the kind of uh, channels of trying to find somebody who would pick up the book, and it was honestly in the end, not my agent who got me the book deal. It was um, someone who, who I met on the island who just said, why isn't Barnaby everywhere? Oh, and wow. I just said to them on the street one day, I, you know, I'm trying. I really want to get him out there. Right. Totally. And, you know, and so it was, they said, well, you know, I happen to be on the board of Andrew McNeil's, um, you know, and um, you know, let me put you in touch with the president of the company. Uh, so it was sure. one of those I'd be like, glad to. odd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, that was Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I mean it really was, you know, in the end, it was just sort of that, you know, walking down the street kind of moment and something into something ended up being a person who helped me with this. Wow. That's pretty cool. So now what does that look like? Do you have like a series of of other books in the in the works or or, or other products around it? How does how does that work? So right now it was just a one book deal. And, you know, as you know, it came out two weeks ago um, and we are sort of seeing, you know, this is actually what's, what's fun about this is that this is a book that I actually did many, many years ago. And it's one of my favorite books. It's one, it's my best selling book um, that I've done on my own. And so we really brought it to life. I really wanted to launch this character with Where Aware is Barnaby Bear. And we have completely, it's a whole new edition. I've changed a lot of the copy. The illustrations are all new. Um, but it was one that I felt very strongly about, like really wanting to share with the rest of the world because it had been so regional. So, um, we're, you know, we're, we're really seeing kind of how this does and whether we continue with this whole theme of where where is Barnaby Bear or whether we introduce a, a new a new storyline. That's very, very cool. Um, yeah. There's other things around this, though. You also got your Barnaby's Toy and Art Shack, which is a children's cafe, art studio, and store. Um, you also, I, I, I read that your some of your books are coming to stage. I mean, wow, yes. seriously, how does that even happen? So this is this is fun. This is our local theater on Nantucket, um, the Dreamland Theater. I'll start. I'll start with this. Um, they are, they have they have taken they have adapted um, three of my books plays this summer, and they're actually camps, which is really fun. So I've actually helped them design the art program around this, but they're going to be weekly camps based on and they, which they turn into plays at the end, um, based on you know three of my books, which will be really fun. That's really amazing. Yeah, very, very cool. <laughs> yeah, so, it's neat to see the kids on stage and acting out. So you know, when you look back, I love it. Now, you look back at that original business plan. How has it played out for you? Would you say that it's how you thought it was going to go? Or like were there twists and turns? Like I always love to spotlight the the challenges and opportunities that you had to overcome. Like what, what, on the podcast, well, like what did that look like? I mean, it has like it has been, you know, so many ups and downs through all this and and in a lot of ways, you know, it's it's different than what I had envisioned. I mean, I think I kind of thought it was going to be so easy being able to get your, you know, your product out there. Right. Um, and of course, it's 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 hard and you have to just keep going and you can, you know, you, you take 
a ton of rejections and right. you just have to keep, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going. And um, so, you know, I think one thing is, you know, I just, I never really gave up. I really believed in, in this and I really love um, what I do. So I never, I never stopped. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's challenging. And I mean, there were so many challenges, um, you know, in terms of like, you know, taking out loans and having to fund this and, you know, there's that whole part of it as well. Sure. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's definitely, I think definitely harder than I ever had anticipated. Um, but I also never gave up. Got it. No, I love that. That's, that's a great lesson. Um, you know, there's a lot of children's books out there. What makes the, your Barnaby books unique and, and differentiated? I mean, it, it seems like you've really found a, a, a good connection point with people that, that discover your content. I think, you know, well, I, I mean, one of my hopes is that I'm, you know, creating stories that are, that are timeless um, and creating this character that children can really relate to. And so I think, you know, it's, he's not a bear that has like bear-like characteristics. He's a bear that has human-like characteristics. So, so give us an example. I mean, he loves to ride his bike. He loves black raspberry ice cream he loves you know he loves everything loves to go to the beach loves to build sandcastles <laughs> you know it's all the things that kids love to do um riding his scooter you know and it's so i think kids can relate to that and they're like oh i like to do that too or that's a you know or my picture books really always have some sort of kind of you know a little light uh life lesson in them so I think that's what kind of draws children to the to the book. Um, you know, I think the, the illustrations I've always kept them really bright and fun and whimsical, and um, so that's another that I always try to achieve as well. Totally. No, that's very, very cool. So I'm looking ahead. You've got the new book that has just released, and what's what's to come in the future, like over the next so, six to twelve months. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about opening up. Um, we're opening up Barnaby's uh, Time Art Shop, so May first on Nantucket, and it's um, it's going to it's 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 really great. It's going to be so half the store is this toy store, half of it is an art studio, but it's kind of it's different in that like the art studio has these shacks that you can kind of step into, and each shack is a different theme of different raw materials that you can use. So we have about over you know 200 different um, things that you can make in there. And it's kind of whatever you want to make. You can go from shack to shack picking materials. You can, it, it's, it's kind of whatever you want to create. So, and then the back of the store is like a little kid's cafe. And, you know, we just don't have a place for kids to go. And especially in the winter, like they, they just kind of walk around town, but everything is closed and there's no, no place to go. Um, and so I'm really excited about offering this and, and having this for the community. I've, I've raised two kids on the island and you know, that now they're much older, but it, we really need a place for kids. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and it's something I've kind of wanted to do for years and we've always had a place in town and now we don't. So Got I really it. felt like this was kind of my opportunity without stepping on anyone's toes. 
That's pretty cool. I love it. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, we yeah. have a lot, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that have a book in mind or always had a book idea. Maybe some that have even had a children's book idea. What what yeah. advice would you offer to them um, in terms of how to bring that to life? You know, I always say it's like, you just, you just do it. You know, you just, you know, I always hear from people like, or, you know, especially moms, like, you know, I can't, I can't find the time. I have two kids or have three kids. There's no time. And, and then, and there isn't time. Um, right. You know, so one thing I'm always like, you know, forget about the laundry. <laughs> forget about doing the dish. <laughs> forget about doing the dishes. Like I walk by piles of laundry all day long and dirty dishes all day long. To keep the business going, right? To keep it going. Yeah, that's and it's pretty like, awesome. Like, you know, so it's sort of like that kind of thing. And it's, it's like those hours, you know, like there are many mornings I'm up very, very early before my kids are up or you know, working late when that once they've go to sleep. I mean, you can grab those kind of quiet hours and 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 get it done if you really kind of want to get that get it done. Totally. I love um, that. You know, and I think a lot of it is too, it's like, you know, you do reach out, you know, you do usually need an agent to get your book published. Sure. Direction you want to go to. And you know, you just keep sending it out and you're gonna get rejections. And you know, I I had you know, dozens of rejections. And that's um, hard, right? I mean, you know, you're, it's your, it's your baby. And then people are like, not interested. That's really tough. And they're not interested. <laughs> right. or, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, who knows what that publisher is looking for at that time. So it's, you know, best not to take it personally and just keep going. And totally. there will be, you know, there, and I, I really believe in it. I really believe that if you just keep pressing and pushing, so those are kind of that's great i love it (laughs) no that's really helpful wendy share with our audience where they can find you connect with you check out your um your book books you know products etc so of course i'm always you know love everyone to support their local bookstore and if they don't have it they can order it and they can bring it in um of course there's the usual channels like barnes and noble and Amazon. Um, if you go to my website, barnabybear.com, I have linked uh, my books to my to our local independent bookstore. So Got even it. though you're buying on barnabybear.com, you're actually really supporting um, our local books on the island. Awesome. So that's another great way to, to get my new book. Hey, I think that's awesome, Wendy. So great having you on the podcast. Can't wait to see where Uh Barnaby goes next. Um, I think it's a great character um, to write around, and I love your messaging in it. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, Thanks so much for having me again. Appreciate it. The ContenderCast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.